Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. It is a final from Tampa. Royals lose. And they get throttled. 11-3, the final score. Uh, I don't know about you, but tomorrow can't get here soon enough. 3-10 tomorrow afternoon can't get here soon enough. And you know what? I don't want to start the show off by lying. Sunday at 12-40 can't get here soon enough. Now, that's no disrespect to the hard work that these Royals will put in over the next 24 hours getting ready for tomorrow's game and then the work that they put in after that. I'm not trying to disrespect them. Well, I mean, I I can ask you, don't these games just feel different depending on who's the starting pitcher? Regardless how that starting pitcher performs, I know I feel it on the postgame show. After a Granky start tomorrow, a Jordan Lyle start, there's just... There's more to dissect when it's Austin Cox or Brady Singer or Daniel Lynch. I, I say tomorrow's game can't get here soon enough because... 11-3. Royals fall to 34 games below five hundred. I hope you were listening to the On Deck Show today as CDOT and I hooked you up in a major way. Some big-time cash rolling in if you followed our lead on the double play. Now, you want to talk about this game? You want to dissect this eight-run defeat? Feel free. I'm happy to do so. Watched every pitch. I don't want it to go to waste. Phone lines are open. The text line is there as well, 913 586 7610 Again, that's 913-586-7610. This game was what you would expect. What you expected yesterday. And then Drew Waters and Dyrone Blanco and Michael Garcia. Oroldis Chapman. Carlos Hernandez and Scott Barlow all picked it up and helped the Royals knock off Shane McClanahan in the race. Tremendous performance last night. You didn't get as many high-end contributions as you needed tonight. That's a nice way of putting it, isn't it? Another way of putting it would be the best team in baseball looked like the best team in baseball tonight on the mound. 
in the batter's box, just and I understand Zach Greinke's not overpowering anyone. Jose Quas isn't overpowering anyone. But still, as we've all learned over the years, especially this season, it takes a certain professionalism for a team to, instead of trying to hit home runs left and right, just take what they're giving you. Just shoot that ball to the gap the other way. Lay down that perfectly placed bunt. Now, quality execution from a tremendous ball club. Again, the best team in the sport looked like it tonight. And one of the worst pitching staffs in the sport looked like it tonight. Royals allow double-digit runs for the 10th time this season. No surprise, they're 0-10 in those games. But I don't want to sit here and trash Zach Greinke, seven runs in four and two-thirds innings. It's only the third time all season he's failed to give his team five frames. He's, he's, he's I know he wouldn't like this, but you know the, the guy's turning 40 in less than four months from now. We, we can't, and this is why I have such a difficult time on these postgame shows after Lyle starts and Granky starts. This team, as we know, isn't going anywhere if they're led by Granky and Lyles. The only place they're going is in the record books for worst record in American League history. Now, if this team's going to avoid such a terrible fate... It's going to be on the backs of the guy that we're going to watch on Sunday, Daniel Lynch or Brady Singer and Austin Cox. Guys, we'll see when the boys return home next week to take on the Guardians. Yeah, sitting around, oh, oh Zach Greinke wasn't uh, good, right? Zach Greinke wasn't great. Oh, okay, fine. In the month of June, we're, we're seeing a 39-year-old start to look like a 39-year-old. I mentioned Grinky's failed to go five innings only three times this year. Uh, two of them have happened this month in June. Two of his last four starts, he's failed to go five. But Zach Grinky, Jose Quas, eh, are they here next year? Are they on this team when they compete? Probably not. So let, let's talk about, respectfully, let's talk about what matters. What matters from this game? What matters for this season? Again, phone number is 913-586-7610. And the text line, the J Southland Tow Service text line number is the same. 913-586-7610. Yeah, credit to Salvador Perez. Um, big game-tying two-run shot in the third inning. An absolute no-doubter. 423 feet off the bat is 15th of the season, no catcher in baseball has more. But are you shocked that Salvi went deep? No, you know that Salvi's the truth. You know he's going to Seattle for another all-star game. What you don't know is whether or not Salvi will be here when the team's good again. Salvi's 33. Now I want to talk about those young bats and those young arms. The bats and the arms. Guys that are under the age of 27. Right? Bobby Witt Jr. tonight. I, I thought Bobby Witt Jr. had a nice performance. He's on base three times. Infield single. Uh, rips one in the left. And draws a very impressive walk against a guy that doesn't walk anyone. 
Bobby draws the walk in the second inning against Zach Eflin. Eflin, who spins another quality start tonight. Eflin came into this game tonight with just 13 walks in 77 innings this season. Bobby draws one in the third and comes around to score on that aforementioned Salvador Perez home run. Yeah, Michael Garcia, offensively, defensively, continuing to look mature beyond his years. He's on base twice. He extends his career best hitting streak to seven games. Garcia hitting 429 over the course of that seven-game hitting streak. Drew Waters with another multiple-hit performance. Jackson Kowar. Do we include Jackson Kowar? Do you? Singer, Lynch, Cox, starting pitchers, no doubt. Big deal. We zero in on them every time they take the hill. Even a Carlos Hernandez. Hernandez turns 27 next March, but I I still view him as a guy that could be an eighth-inning guy, a, a closer for this team next year or the year after that. How about Jackson Kowar? I certainly don't view him the same way I do Carlos Hernandez. I think right now I'm watching Jackson Kowar in hopes that he can become uh, a sixth-inning guy, a seventh-inning guy. One of those hard-throwing relievers that you bring in when you have a lead, but in the sixth or the seventh. Now, tonight, Jackson Kowar, 28 pitches. He gives up three runs on five hits. And all three runs come into score with two outs. In fact, eight of the Rays' 11 runs tonight come into score with two outs. Let's hear from you. 913-586-7610. Let's start off in Overland Park. Pat, you're hitting leadoff. Go ahead. Hey, I, um, I'm seeing right now is the Royals look about the same as they look to me right before Trey Hillman left. I mean, our best player back then was Billy Butler. And honestly, uh, I don't I don't really see this team as being any worse. Yeah, if you're looking for an argument, I don't have one for you, Pat. Well, my um, question is, I mean, I know we've had two managers recently. I understand. Is, is Quintero working out? Is that is that something we can change? It seemed to me as soon as Trey Hillman left, the entire the entire team turned around almost overnight. They were having fun. They were bunting. They were playing good small ball. Everything turned around. And I know that, uh, I mean, uh, what, when can we say it's time to maybe change leadership? Maybe, I mean, how about have Salvi be a, a player manager? What, you know, what do you think of that? Uh, I think that's a little bit too much to ask in today's game. Um, but what is it about Quatrero that you think uh, eliminating him and his staff would, would be the, the fix? Well, I mean, I you know, you got to find another Ned Yost. That's the problem, you know. But uh, Well, Ned Yost you know, had a lot of talent. Do you think this team's much better than, than, than what you've heard, what you've seen? I think Ned Yost, yes, I do. I think I think uh, I think that well, and I can just I can I'm, uh, and this is why I'm making the comparison. Uh, when when uh, Trey Holman left, uh, we had a horrible team. Uh, Billy right. Butler was really the best player on the team, and he wasn't very good. Uh, right. I think we have a significantly better team now than we had then, and we're 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 I, I just I mean I don't know if they're not. I mean, it's hard to tell, but yeah. they don't seem like they're having a lot of fun. They're more fun than they had last season, but. Uh, but I, I, I just really, yeah, I don't know. It needs, we need to do something, turn it upside down and shake it. 
You know, that's why I suggested Sally yeah. be a player manager. Yeah. Sure, sure. No doubt. Pat, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. There are no bad ideas when your team's 34 games below 500. Uh, player coach, no. Uh, being the captain's enough. Personally, I don't think coaching has much to do with the 21-55 and 55 record. In fact, my uh, wife asked me last night, it, you know, if they put the greatest manager of all time on this Royals team, how much better do you think they would be? And I said, uh, you know, a game better, maybe two games better, 23-53 uh, and 53 instead of 21-55. and 55. Now, Ned Yost is a Royals Hall of Famer. I'm not going to say anything negative about Ned Yost. But what also aligns with Trey Hillman handing it off to Ned Yost, right? That happened in the 2010 season. Ned's first full year was 2011. 2011 is when Mike Moustakis and Eric Hosmer, Alex Gordon, Jeff Francoeur, Melky Cabrera, over the course of the season, you start to see a Salvador Perez and a Gerard Dyson, a Lorenzo Kane all start to matriculate their way to the big leagues. So is it that Ned Yost was the perfect manager or did talent just arrive? Furthermore, I'd say about 70 to 80% of the phone calls that I took from many of you, maybe not you, Pat, but many of you listening throughout 2000. 12 and 13 and for a majority of 2014 you wanted Ned Yost thrown out on his can you didn't fall in love with Ned until he beat the Orioles in the ALCS as someone that was there covering every game talking to you guys after every single game you didn't love Ned Yost until they went to the World Series in 2014 and even then, you were still, eh. So, changing the manager isn't going to make this pitching staff any better. You want to turn something upside down? Turn the pitching staff upside down. You gave up 11 runs again. You do it, on average, once every week and a half. Royals give up. Right, 11 today, or, or yeah, 10th time this season they've allowed double-digit runs. They've given up at least eight runs in 20 games this season. That's more than a quarter of the time they're giving up eight runs. What are a bunch of 23, 24, and 25-year-old hitters that are still trying to find their footing in the big leagues, still trying to prove to themselves that they belong in the big leagues? How are they going to find confidence when they got to score nine runs in order to have a freaking chance? Listen, I understand it doesn't look like they're having a lot of fun. Getting boat raced isn't a lot of fun. But as someone that's in the clubhouse, as someone that is watching them work before games, that always has his eye on the dugout, they're having plenty of fun. Having fun isn't the issue. Having talent is the issue. Royals will lose. Uh, I don't want to say... Yeah. Royals lose 
11-3. They give up 17 hits to the Rays. And the series is evened up at a game apiece. Two more to go tomorrow with Jordan Lyles and then Sunday against uh, Tyler Glass now. It'll be Daniel Lynch on the hill for the good guys. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We get back to your thoughts and head inside that Royals clubhouse after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Hey, it's Cody Tapp here to remind you that you can watch Cody and Gold every weekday starting at 10 o'clock on the 610 Sports Twitter account and YouTube page. I'm on TV. If you miss any funny moments or breaking news from the show, we'll be sure to clip it, post it to all our social media platforms so you can enjoy a laugh in just 90 seconds or less. If you miss anything from the show, you can always catch it on demand using the Odyssey app or 610sports.com. Listen or watch Cody and Gold weekdays starting at 10 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs. And your home for Royals baseball, 610. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And Sports Radio. Hey, it's Royals first baseman Vinny Pasquantino, and you're listening to 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City. WDAFHC 2 Liberty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. First pitch to Salvador Perez. Fastball crushed. Deep center field. Siri races back on the track. At the fence. Leaps. It's gone. Salvador Perez ties the game with a two-run bomb to dead center. His 15th home run of the season. And we're tied at three in the top of the third inning. It's also the 499th extra base hit of Salvador Perez's Royals tenure. Tying him with Mike Sweeney on the franchise leaderboard. And I get to be here to watch the captain do it. I hope he blows right past me in his next at-bat. The captain before the game yesterday saying, hey, we're facing the team the best in baseball. We're big leaguers too. Let's get after it. Here the Royals are down by two. The captain says, watch me, boys. This is how we do it. Ties it up with a big home run. 423-foot blast from Salvador Perez. Oh, great stuff. Jake Eisenberg 
Royals Hall of Famer Mike Sweeney. Great job, Luke Bell, back at the station putting all that together. That was one of the two real highlights tonight. Salvi's two-run blast there in the third. And then Nick Prado, second pitch of the game. He sees back-to-back offerings from Zach Eflin, both over the middle of the plate. Uh, Prado didn't miss the second one, belting at 107 miles per hour off of the bat for his fifth home run of the season, his second home run to lead off a game, and his third home run as the leadoff hitter. Prado puts the Royals ahead 1-0. Salvi ties it at 3 with a two-run shot in the third. Yeah, then yada, 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 Royals lose 11-3. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Salvi, uh, 51 hits shy of Mike Sweeney for 7th most base hits in the history of the franchise. Ties them in extra base hits, still trying to track them down as far as base hits. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Double J in Kansas City. Double J, nice to hear from you. What do you think of this 11-3 drubbing? Apparently not much. We can't hear you, Double J. I appreciate your attempt to join us on the show. Hey, maybe you're distracted by all the tremendous baseball going on on this Friday night. I see Shohei Otani just hit his 25th, belting a pitch that was nowhere near the strike zone. He belts it 434 feet. Uh, The Reds have now won 12 in a row as Ellie De La Cruz, my boy, hits for the cycle. The first red to hit for the cycle since Eric Davis back in 1989. Yes, that's a great scene out there. Very happy for the fans of the Cincinnati Reds. Although, the fact that De La Cruz hits for the cycle means the Royals are now the franchise that has gone the longest without a cycle, dating back to July of 1990 and the great George Brett. Let's go to the text line, the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. From the 913, Vern, I need to move back to Kansas to side with all these bangers. You guys are handing out on the double play. Yeah, CDOT, CDOT tripled your money this week. I more than tripled your money today. I gave you two bets, uh, but no, stay here in Missouri. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm staying. Just got to make a short drive every once in a while over to Kansas uh, because God knows what the boys are doing. Uh, the, The boys and girls. Who knows what they're doing over there in Jeff City. John in Mission writes in, Vern, pretty much what you'd expect for the best team in baseball to do to the 29th best team in baseball. And there's really no sense in getting worked up about it. I see pieces that can be a part of the winner. And Vern, isn't that what an evaluation season is all about? Let's see if we do something unexpected tomorrow. Well, that's a very nice attitude, John. Uh, I agree. Yeah, and and it's obviously coming across. No sense getting worked up, in in my opinion, about a Zach Granke outing. Royals give up 11 runs, but okay, Zach Granke, Jose Quas combined for eight of them. Jackson Kowar pitches in with the other three. Sure, the Kowar aspect is disappointing, but Granky and Quas, whatever. 
offensively, defensively, base running wise, did the young Royals do anything stupid tonight? I, I understand that's a very low bar. But in a game where you got a 39-year-old on the hill, he gives up seven earned runs. I'm looking for, as you said, John, pieces that can be a part of a winner. And, you know, offensively, Drew Waters had a chance. Samad Taylor had opportunities, and they weren't able to come through. That's going to happen. I don't, I don't view Samad nor Drew yet to be in that spot that Bobby's in or Vinny's in or, you know, MJ and Prado are even closer to the spot where I need you to come through. I expect you to come through. This team demands that you come through. I'm not there with Drew Waters. I'm not there with Samad Taylor. You know, the only goof up tonight was the lackadaisical, eh, maybe that's not the proper word, But it wasn't, it was a throw by Nick Prado that I thought he took for granted. Because he knows he can make it. Maybe he was trying to put a little bit too much touch on that throw. But Prado makes the Royals error in the uh, sixth inning. Brooks Kriske on the hill, he gives up a leadoff single. And the next batter, Manuel Margot, Hits a line drive over the head of Nick Prado. He leaps, snags it with his glove, but as he's coming down, he loses control of the ball. But the base runner on first doesn't know that, so he's diving back to the bag. When he realizes that Prado doesn't have it, he takes off for second base, and Prado collects the ball, steps on first base, and he's got the guy dead to rights running to second. He's running behind him, and he just kind of lollygags it. To Samad Taylor at second base, it bounces to the bag and the base runner reaches safely. Now, he didn't come around to score. It didn't ultimately hurt the team. They lost by eight, and that wasn't one of the eight runs. But still, every game there's going to be positives from these young, unproven position players, and there's always going to be negatives. Positives tonight, we mentioned Bobby Witt Jr., Uh, Now, eight walks in his last 11 games. He matches Salvador Perez for the team lead with his 21st multi-hit game. Bobby hitting 303 in the month of June with an OPS of 790 in the 20 games this month. Let's go back to the phone lines. 913-586-7610. Ty in Sedalia. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. You know, this one was kind of a tough one today. You know, when this game started, I thought, you know, this could be like yesterday. This could be another possible win whenever Prado hit that leadoff home run on the second pitch of the game. And then when Salvi tied it off that big home run, and then the fifth inning happened. You know, I was listening to Mac Wintero's press conference about whenever he got asked about Jose Quas entering in the fifth. And he gave the response. He gave us the best chance to get out of the inning. No, he said, I thought he would give us the best chance. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there like, I don't know. You know, we've seen, there was runners on the bases. And, you know, if you've been watching the Royals, Jose Quas with runners on the bases, it's not been a good story. Who'd you want to go to then, Ty? Who'd you want to go to? There was three pitchers that I wrote down. Okay. I, I, 
I got Nick Wickren, you know, as of late, he hasn't been bad as of late. You know, as he came in, got the final out for Taylor Clark yesterday. His last full inning was against L.A., didn't look that bad. Jackson Kowar, I, w- I kind of want to see him come in, get the final out. I feel like in a situation where kind of get that final out, I feel like Kowar could have gotten it. And the guy, one of the guys we also saw today, and Brooks Krisky. I think if we would have had him come in, get that final out, I think Brooks Krisky could have gotten, gotten that final out. Fair point. Ty, I appreciate it, man. Great call as always. Thank you very much. Phone line open up for you, 913-586-7610. That's how you do it. Names ready. He had numbers ready to go. Uh, yeah, I, I got no argument. All all, uh, all fair points. Look, Brooks Krisky did. Now, let me just take you through my thought process. Uh, not, not to tie what you said stands on its own. I don't need to add anything to that. Uh, Brooks Krisky pitches two and a third innings of one hit relief tonight. So as he's going through this this Rays lineup in the sixth and seventh innings, um, it's an 8-3 game. And I know a five-run deficit isn't insurmountable. The Royals have come back from a six-run hole this year. Um, but forgive me if I think the game's over in the sixth and seventh innings when the Royals are down by five. I'm sorry, I do. I did tonight at least. So as I'm watching Brooks Krisky go through the Rays on just 12 pitches in the sixth, on seven pitches in the seventh, I'm thinking, yeah, nice job, Brooks, but it seems like the Rays are trying to catch their late dinner with family somewhere. Maybe they had um, a table at the club lined up and they wanted to get there seemed like they were ready for this game to end and then Jackson Kowar showed up and they remembered how to hit so Brooks Krisky my bad man you pitched your tail off faced eight batters gave up one hit Jordan or excuse me Jackson Kowar faced eight batters gave up five hits and three runs Ty appreciate the phone call Joey in Grain Valley points out, like so many have, Vern, it's pretty obvious why they're the best team in baseball. Yeah, Rays win 11-3. They continue to pad their cushion over the rest of Major League Baseball. With this win tonight, the Rays improved to 53-26. and That's three games better than the Atlanta Braves for the best mark in the sport. Royals at 21-55 and remain two games clear of the Oakland A's for worse mark in the sport. Quick timeout. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Hey, Kansas City. This is Scott Barlow, and you're listening to the home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. 11-3, the final score. Royals lose to the Rays, and this series is even up at a game apiece. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. My game notes following this 11-3 loss are presented by Jay's Southland Toe Service. Mike Hal Garcia tonight reaches base twice, walks to lead off the second inning. 
advances to second base on a Nicky Lopez ground ball, but then is stranded on second as both Samad and Drew Waters go down swinging. Garcia would hit a one-out single to center in the sixth. After a Nicky Lopez strikeout and a Samad Taylor opposite field single, Drew Waters once again came to the dish with two on and two outs with the Royals uh, down big at this point, down 8-3. Waters goes down swinging through a 93-mile-per-hour sinker. The final out, the seventh strikeout of the afternoon for Zach Eflin. He picks up the win tonight for the Rays. Garcia hitting 319 in the month of June with an OPS of 826 in the 20 games this month. The loss goes to Zach Granke. He's now 1-8 on the season. And Zach, believe it or not, still has not won a game. Personally, he has not received a W in this second act with the Royals when pitching on the road. He's 0-12 on the road since rejoining the Royals at the beginning of the 2022 season. Let's hear what Zach had to say after his four and two-thirds innings of seven-run baseball. Seven runs, nine hits, three strikeouts, one walk. Again, his record falls to one and eight. Here's Granke on Bally Sports, Kansas City. Kind of felt I did about as good as I could do besides the Siri pitch was a bad one that he hit the three-run home run. And just uh, it is what it is, I guess. A uh, bunch of hits, a couple bunt hits, and uh, just a... Uh, Ended up being a really bad results. Can you walk me through that fifth inning? What were they particularly doing to um, to kind of get you that second and third time through the order? Uh, I mean, just found found uh, spots to get hits with. It was a bunt hit, kind of like a, a flare kind of hit on inside fastball and just a ground ball that found a hole. And that's kind of what, what happened that last inning. Um, and that's what that's what today a lot of today was it felt like but uh, didn't strike out enough guys and that's that's what happens. Do you feel like you were in control of that that bat with Ramirez and he just he just found the hole I and mean, you had him on two and it looked like you were in, in command of it and he just snuck it through? Uh, I mean you always got to make pitches and I don't. There's never, never really in a bat. I feel like I'm completely in control anymore. The stuff's just not nasty enough for for that to be the case. Um, but I felt like I could get him to either put some soft contact or or strike out, and ended up being pretty soft contact. But it just was a base hit. Did you have any feel? What What was your feel for your pitches tonight? Was there any ones you wish you might add back a little bit? Uh, they're all decent. Um, curveball didn't really throw a lot, but it didn't feel very sharp when I did throw it. So that was that was about it. Zach, it's been almost two years since you won on the road, and it's like it looks like a statistical oddity. Some of these games you pitch very well enough to win. Do you you make anything of that? Is it <coughs> one of those crazy things? Or uh, I guess I haven't really thought of it. Um, I don't. I don't Get a lot of wins, period, so. <laughs> uh, all right, there you go. There's Zach Granke following uh, four and two-thirds of seven-run baseball. 
listen, I mean, that's that's Zach. And he's right. He's one and eight. The, the guy is brutally honest. No, he doesn't get a lot of wins, and it's not always his fault. Again, I, I talk about the second act. Zach Greinke, in this second act, has made uh, 42 starts. Uh, yeah, 42 starts with the Royals since rejoining them at the beginning of last season. And he now has a record of 5-17. and 17. For his career with the Royals, he has a record of 65-84. and 84. No, he doesn't win a lot. From the text line, my guy Victor in Raytown writes in, Vern, I just watched that post-game interview with Granke. Never seen him so dejected and unsupported. It would not surprise me if he retired before the end of the season. He has nothing to play for with this team. Uh, Victor, appreciate it. Thanks for listening, as always. Well, he still has another $4.5 million to make. Uh, there's one reason to continue to show up. Uh, but, yeah, to your point, he's a multimillionaire. $4.5 million is still, that's still a lot of money. Uh, Granky's no dummy. Um, but, but to your point, yeah, I mean, that's about as unpredictable of a guy as they, as they come in this sport. So sure. Yeah, he could. Um, but, but greinke has got a pretty good thing going on right now. I mean, he's got his kids at the ballpark. The Royals are great to them. He's great. You know, now at the end of the season, I wouldn't be surprised if he hung it up, but not because of the, the the porous performances happening around him. Okay. Grinky's a smart baseball man. He's not floored that they're in the basement. He, 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 he knew they were going to be bad when the season started. Now he didn't say that, but he's, and to your point, Victor, of I've never seen him so dejected. That, that's just Granky in post-game press conferences. He, he's not one to make eye contact, and it's not uh, he's a jerk thing. He, he's been open about uh, struggles with social anxiety. No, he's been, I, I think I can speak for the Kansas City media. He's been, I don't know if great's the word, uh, but he's been fine. He's been polite. Certainly wouldn't describe him as dejected or unsupported. Now, the little dig at the end of, yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot of wins anymore. Uh, th- that's a dig at the team, but that's also a dig at himself. You heard him say, my stuff's not nasty anymore. I don't get any, I don't get any strikeouts. Now, he doesn't lie about his own stuff. He doesn't lie about his team. He's brutally honest. Victor, appreciate it. Uh, a few more from the text line, 913-586-7610. Uh, Rally Mantis was rooting for Zach Granke as he's uh, on the men. Best of luck. A quick recovery, Rally Mantis. Oh, just had your wisdom teeth pulled. You're fine. From the 816, Fern, that's two games in a row. Nick Prado's missed an important at-bat. Got to have positive ABs. Nobody out, man on first. You got to move the runner, Nick. Keep the line moving. Prado homers to open up the game and then strikes out four times. Strikes out looking 
in the third, in the fifth, and in the ninth. Uh, Texter alluding to his A-B in the fifth with Dyron Blanco on first base and uh, nobody out. And at this point, it's a tie game. Or excuse me, it's a uh, 4-3 game. Tampa leads 4-3, top of the fifth inning, man on first, nobody out, Prado stares at strike three. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I agree. You need Prado more aggressive in the zone, but that's not something that just dawned on me nor the team tonight. This is something that he was working on when he was demoted earlier this season. I remember Prado came up, played in a few games, didn't do all that much, went down to Omaha to work on uh, being more aggressive in the zone. Tonight was the 49th game that Prado's played since returning from Omaha. 49 games. He's got an OPS of 805. His his climb, just like Michael Garcia and Vinny and MJ and Waters and Samad and all of them, it's not going to just be a straight line headed north. They're just like it was with Kane and Eski and Haas and Gordo and Moose. They go up, they go down, they stay the same, they go up, they go. It's going to take time. And when you have this many young hitters, there's always going to be someone performing well. Michael Garcia, Bobby Witt Jr. There's always going to be someone that looks like they're going through it. MJ Melendez, Nick Prado. But if we reconvene in a month from now, it could be flipped. Prado and MJ could be rolling. Garcia and Bobby could be struggling to adjust to how the league's adjusting to them. A few more from the text line, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. This from the 785. Hey, Vern, the Tigers with Jim Leland went from nearly taking the futility record away from the 1962 Mets in the mid-2000s to being the perennial AL Central champions in a fairly short time. It can happen. Yeah, no doubt. No, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I covered that Tiger team. I was in Michigan at that point. I, I covered that 2006 team that went to the World Series. And you're leaving out a lot, right? 2003, that Tigers team loses 119 games under the tutelage of Alan Trammell and absolutely no talent. That team was garbage. Went to way too many of their games. But then in 2004, they add future Hall of Famer Pudge Rodriguez. 2005, they bring in free agents in Maglio Ordonez, and they trade for a guy that is so unsung in Placido Polanco. And then in 2006, they bring in Jim Leland. They also have a rookie named Justin Verlander. And another rookie named Curtis Granderson. A free agent signing in Kenny Rogers. They get a few other pitchers that have it click for them. But let's not present it as if Jim Leland showed up and taught them how to win. They brought in Hall of Famers, perennial All-Stars, and their rookies. Curtis Granderson was a star. Justin Verlander might be the best right-hander of his generation. It, it Again, it boils down to talent. It, 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 in my opinion, it's not a coaching thing. 
Speaking of talent, I told you I'd keep you updated on this. A few very interesting, very quality performances down at the minor league level for the Royals. Beginning at AAA, Anthony Veneziano, the 26-year-old lefty, big 6'5", 205 kid. He threw five shutout innings tonight. It's his sixth start since being promoted to AAA. He's now 4-0. His last four starts at AAA, 21 and two-thirds innings, 17 strikeouts, three earned runs. That's a 1-2-5 ERA. Four starts, 15 hits, three earned runs. Nice job, Anthony Veneziano. Moving down to the high A level, excuse me, the double A level, 23-year-old lefty Angel Zerpa, the third start of his rehab assignment, four innings of one-run baseball, no walks. And now add it all up, three rehab outings. Angel Zerpa, the 23-year-old lefty, again, stoic, strike thrower, love this kid. Eight innings, one run on five hits, seven strikeouts, and three walks. The final note from the minor leagues comes from low A. Uh, Low A ball level, but it's the Royals' top pitching prospect. The 20-year-old Frank Mazzucato, the the lefty that they took with their first overall pick a couple of seasons ago, Uh, he just turned 20. This is his first start since becoming a 20-year-old. It's his 11th start of the season, uh, and he throws five scoreless. So now through 11 starts this year, he's got... 83 strikeouts in 55 innings. Wow. 11 starts, 55 innings, an ERA of 2.3. Nice stuff tonight. Frank Mazzucato. Uh Double A, or excuse me, high A, uh, they are still in action. Uh, but, of course, at the big league level, Royals lose 11-3. to We look ahead to tomorrow's game. It's Jordan Lyles for the good guys as he looks to pick up his first win as a Royal. And the Royals look to win for the first time with Jordan Lyles on the hill. They're 0-15. He is 0-11. He'll square off with Yanni Chirinos. So Jordan Lyles and Yanni Chirinos tomorrow, 3-10 for the first pitch. I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 2 o'clock. Thanks to Luke Bell for the help back at the studio. Thanks to all of you for listening and calling and texting in. I appreciate it. So again, tomorrow, 2 o'clock, I'll talk to you for the On Deck Show. Royals lose 11-3. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night, Kansas City. We're back at it tomorrow. Two more in Tampa before the boys return home for six. Take care, Kansas City. I appreciate you listening. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.